Welcome to Ominous Ones. I'm Tara. And I'm not Tara. This episode is about Kathleen Denson, who went by Kathy. She was 44, and she owned a 77-acre ranch called the Dragon A Ranch. She also owned designer furs in Vail and had two other fur stores in Aspen. Kathy was dating Gerald Boyd, who mostly went by Cody. He was a year older than her. How do you get Cody out of Gerald? I have no idea. Just like that name better, I guess. Cody didn't have a good reputation around town. He had moved to Aspen from Texas. People knew him to be a heavy drinker. He was into drugs, and he dated a lot of different women and was, was known to not keep a job for very long. Sometime, I think in 1997, the year gets reported differently, so not 100% sure. He started working at the Dragon A Ranch for Kathy. After working on the ranch for a while, Cody and Kathy started dating. The two didn't have a stable relationship. Cody had been seeing another woman named Monica Seabacker, I think is how you say her last name. Monica had worked at Kathy's first stores in Aspen for about 18 years, so they knew each other really well. I'm assuming that's how she met Cody, but it wasn't reported anywhere, but like it seems like how that happened. That checks out, yeah. The three had a weird relationship that a lot of sources called a threesome. They would hang out all together and even went on a vacation to Mexico together with Kathy paying for it. A 911 call was made by Kathy on June 27th in 2002. On the call, she said that a guy had broken into her house and he was after money and that he threatened her with a gun he had. Kathy then told the 911 operator that she had shot this intruder first and when the operator asked where the guy had been shot, Kathy said, quote, in the heart, unquote. The cops from the Eagle County Sheriff's Office got there pretty fast and when they arrived, they saw Kathy outside the house, sitting on the steps. The first cop there said she was obviously very upset about what had happened. The cops went inside the house and said that they smelled black powder in the air, and they found the victim laying on the floor in the living room. They quickly figured out the victim was Kathy's boyfriend, Cody, and he had been shot with an old black powder rifle that belonged to him, and it was laying nearby on a table. He was known to be a gun collector, and Kathy had bought the gun for him the previous Christmas, about six months before. So, like how she shoots him, calls 911, and calls him an intruder, and isn't like, that's my boyfriend? That's what I was just going to say. How are you going to just leave that giant piece of information out on the 911 call? Like, Like, my boyfriend came at me. It's just like, he's an intruder that broke into my house after money. And she, oh, yeah, I guess I know him. He's oh, my so boyfriend. He's my boyfriend slash my employee. So I guess I kind of know him, and he's not just an intruder. Forgot to mention that part. When Kathy was questioned about what happened, she said she was upstairs getting ready and packing for a road trip that she was going to be taking. At some point, Monica called Kathy to see what she was doing, and Kathy told her about the road trip. Then, in Kathy's version of events, the call ended and Kathy went downstairs for something and saw that Cody was inside. When he saw her, he started asking her for money. She told him no, and he got upset and started to attack her, so she grabbed the rifle that had already been laying on a nearby table and shot him. The cops checked her body for defensive wounds, but they didn't find any. 
So, with the black powder rifle, is that like one of the ones that you have to load through the muzzle with the stick? Yeah. So, it must have been already loaded. Yeah, it comes up later. Yeah. Because I was going to say, there's no way in hell if, let's say her boyfriend was, her intruder, was attacking her, you're not going to have time to sit there and pack cotton, black powder, and a bullet into a firearm. Yeah, it comes up later that it had been loaded. So she was able to just pick it up and shoot it because, yeah, she had already spent all that time putting it together. Yeah. Okay. So she didn't have any defensive wounds. They also couldn't find any evidence that Cody had broken to the house and there was not really signs of a fight except a flower pot nearby had been knocked onto the ground and a chair was back from the table like someone had been sitting there, stood up, and just didn't push it back in. Kathy's whole defense was self-defense. She said she only shot him because he was attacking her, but when she was physically checked over, again, there was no wounds on her. An autopsy was done on Cody, and they found he had been high on cocaine when he was shot, so Kathy's lawyer used that with the self-defense and said he was out of control. Cody had a background of drug and alcohol abuse, and her lawyer said he had a violent background, and his ex-wife, Deborah Griffith, had gotten a restraining order against him since he was abusive. Well, that doesn't look good for him, but he's dead, so his defense is kind of nothing. It's her word against a dead person. Um, also, of course there's not going to be any, like, breaking and entering kind of situation and if you live on a ranch nine times out of ten you don't lock your door anyways but also if it's your boyfriend he typically is gonna have a key no when they dated for five years so i think if there was if he didn't have a key he might have known where a stash one was or, or how to get in the house or <laughs> anything like after five years you'd think that he lived there or at least at bare minimum had a key like, like knew how to get in without one or yeah, something he did not have to break into that house so, Monica, Cody's girlfriend that I was talking about... The other one? Yeah. Testified at the trial, and it came out that Cody had been living with her, but still seeing Kathy on the side. During the phone call I mentioned before between Kathy and Monica, right before Cody was shot, Monica said Cody had been listening to the call between the two girls and told her he was going to get some of his stuff from the ranch if Kathy was leaving and that he wanted her there so he could tell her in person that they were over. She said Cody was having a hard time completely leaving Kathy since the two had been together for five years, but he was ready to finally end it. Well, because of the money input, I believe, is why he was struggling with it. It was like, if I break up with her, we don't get to go on these awesome vacations, and our money supply is going to significantly decrease. He goes over there and is finally like, okay, we're going to break up. And she's like, over your dead body little buddy what could really be 50 50 he either showed up and broke up with her and she was mad and shot him or he showed up wanted money and she shot him when he went after her it's basically the two sides that it ends up being against Hmm. monica said that kathy had asked cody to marry her in may about a month before he was shot he told her no but continued to sleep with her occasionally this was around the same time the three of them went to Mexico together. So that seems like a bad environment to be in. 
She's like, marry me. He's like, no, but we're going to keep sleeping together. I'm like, let's go to Mexico. Okay, let's go. Allegedly, Cody told Kathy that he would go to Mexico with her, but only if Monica could come too. So he's like, yeah, I'll go on vacation with you, but my girlfriend's coming. Jesus. When the three were in Mexico, Monica said Cody had told her he used to be a hitman who had killed 32 people, but said he wasn't sober when he said it, and she never believed him. He allegedly also told his mom the same hitman thing, but wasn't sober, so again, no one believed him. She said, quote, I asked him who he killed. He never gave me names, unquote. I added that into my notes just because it kind of went with him being violent. Because he would, like, brag about that. And be like, oh, I've killed 32 people. So, like, oh, he had a violent background. And everyone's like, I didn't believe him. He was wasted. <laughs> They're like, he's soft as baby shit and he was drunk. There's no way he killed anybody. And then her lawyer's like, he was violent and who knows. Maybe. While still in Mexico, Kathy and Cody got in a fight. She wasn't sure, Monica wasn't sure what was said, but afterwards, Kathy had a mark on her face. Both of them told her it wasn't from Cody and it was an accident and she had just hit her head. She's like, oh, I walked into the wall. Uh-huh. The day after the fight, Kathy left Mexico and left Monica a note that said, quote, My dearest Monique, Cody wouldn't hurt me or anyone else. Sorry to have brought you into my life, unquote. Monica said that Cody had also told her that when he was with Kathy, they did a lot of drugs and he wanted away from it all, which she knew was true because she admitted to doing coke with both Cody and Kathy around 10 times. She said that she had been around Cody when he was drunk, smoking weed, and doing coke, but he'd never been violent. I guess but he one just, of his exes has a restraining order. I guess he just bragged about being a hitman when he was wasted. Yeah, and there's the restraining order. Kathy's lawyer went after Monica and said that she had her own motive to be after both Cody and Kathy because Cody had told Monica about a safe at the ranch that Kathy had and that it was full of money and he allegedly told Monica that if anything happened to him, she needed to go get the safe and empty it. Which, I'm like, doesn't make sense because how would she get to it? It wasn't Cody's money. And I don't think Kathy's going to be like, yeah, sure, come in my house and not be like, and have all why are you going through my safe? <laughs> and how is she going to get in the safe? Yeah, if anything, like, they would plot to kill Kathy together to get into the safe as opposed to being like, if I die, go rob her. Yeah, like, she, oh, well, Cody's dead, so let me come in your house and get in your safe. I'm like, that part didn't make sense to me. That doesn't make any sense at all. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. That's odd. They brought that up in court? That's... The lawyer said Monica's motive about lying about anything or doing anything is she just was after the safe. So anything she said couldn't really hold up because he was like, she's a liar who just wants money. That does not check out, but all right. In May of 2002, Kathy had given Cody around $100,000 for some reason. With the money, he bought a new car, Corvette, and a motorcycle. After Cody died, Monica said she had the car title switched to her name. For some reason, Kathy's accountant had been the one to tell Monica that someone had just been shot at the ranch. She immediately assumed it was Cody, so she went to the bank Cody used and asked if she was still on the account. After the bank trip, she went to see Kathy at the jail and said Kathy told her, quote, 
Monique, I shot Cody. I had to. It was in self-defense, unquote. After that, Kathy was bailed out on $600,000 bond while she waited for the trial to start, which did on August 13th of 2003, a year after the murder. She was being charged with second-degree murder and was facing 8 to 24 years in prison if she was found guilty, but since she was also being charged with use of a deadly weapon, which if found guilty would have doubled her sentence, so 16 to 48 years instead, if she was guilty of both, which, if you're guilty of one, you're guilty of the other. So I think one guilty, if it was use of a deadly weapon, then she would have been charged with the murder also. I'm not sure. So what is her her defense is that it was in self-defense, obviously. Yeah, he broke in and came after her. But, okay, so if you're getting self-defense, like, nobody's denying that you shot him. Like, you obviously shot him. You're guilty of that. So why wouldn't they go after, like, I feel like it would be a manslaughter case over a second-degree murder case, but what the hell do I know? Good thing. I mean, it wasn't first-degree, but still second. seems She's like, yeah, I shot him. That happened. Yeah, like, I definitely did that. Nobody's denying that. Like, there's the gun. I called 911 after I did it. Like, yeah, that's what happened. The prosecution used Cody wanting to break up with Kathy as motive and said... Cody had gone to Kathy's not to get money, but to break up with her for good, and that's why she had shot him. During the search of Kathy's house, they found a diary she had that was full of information about how bad their relationship was, and that even if it was bad, she was still in love with him. On one page in the diary, she had written a to-do list that was from a few days before the shooting. At the bottom of that list, she had written load gun. Uh, it was relevant because he had been shot, but also, like you said before, it was a black powder gun and would take a while to load. It wasn't one you could just put the clip in and shoot. So or that was her to-do like, list. The slide back. So a few days before she would loaded it. Now it's first degree murder because she wrote that in her diary. It's premeditated? Yeah. Kathy herself went on the stand and testified that Cody had shown up at her house high and demanding she give him $300,000. She said it wasn't the first time he had done this, and that's why she had given him the 100000 before. I guess he showed up and was like, give me money. And she's like, here's $100,000. God, I wish somebody would just give me $100,000 for well, showing up and being like, give me money. Well, like, get super high and out of control and show up at someone's house and demand it. Do I have to get high? Can I just get out of control? I'm not sure, but you might get shot in the heart. Maybe it's if you ask for $300,000, you will get shot. Just ask for $100,000. I'll just say give me money and hope for the best. Want you get, give me $5. Here, get so, out. Get some quarters. <laughs> she said she knew he was just using her because she had money and said she regretted shooting him but was sure that if she hadn't have shot him, he would have shot her since the gun was just on the counter. She was acquitted for the murder after the jury deliberated for two hours. I think that's because she's a woman. And rich. Yeah. And had a great lawyer. Yep. And everyone else was a little bit shady. Like she yep. didn't shoot an upstanding person. Once the murder trial was over with Kathy, they had another trial for a wrongful death in civil court filed by Cody's ex-wife, Deborah, who is also the mother of his 12-year-old daughter. She was after $366,000, which was the maximum amount you're allowed to go for in Colorado. 
So she was like, you wrongfully killed my, the dad of my daughter, so I want money. <laughs> After that, there were two civil suits against Kathy from Monica for Monica being fired from the first store and one for, quote, outrageous conduct, unquote. Kathy had fired her around a month after she had been arrested. In Monica's lawsuit, she said that firing her was to get back at her for dating Cody. And she also said that in October of 2001, Kathy had asked Cody to break windows in Monica's car, which he allegedly complied with. Monica was after $200,000, but eventually she asked for the conduct one to be dropped and eventually took back the wrongful termination and just walked away from it. Kathy went on running her first doors, but it was said business really slowed down because the town believes she got off on killing Cody. So I'm like, why would the town care? I don't know, but they were like, she was guilty of murder and got off on it, so we don't want to shop there. So I'm like, they all seem like really sketchy people. That wouldn't affect my judgment on like all like three shopping of them. somewhere. But that was. But I don't buy expensive furs either. That was the case of Kathy Denson. It's kind of a strange one. It's a shorter one, but I thought it was weird, and I thought it was kind of crazy she got off on it. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.